Welcome to the Good Dog Pod. Every Wednesday, we discuss all things dogs, from health and veterinary care to training and behavior science. Follow us and join Good Dog's mission to build a better world for our dogs and the people who love them. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Good Dog Pod. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I'm Nicole, your breeder community lead here at Good Dog, and I'm joined today by... Dr. Michael Delgado. So we wanted to team up for this very special episode because it's something very close to our hearts at Good Dog. Dr. Delgado and I were thinking of what's a really great way to end the year on a really sweet note. And we thought nothing better than highlighting all of the puppies that have been placed through Good Dog and their happy puppy owners, because really that's what we do here. And it's really great to spend time highlighting it, especially as the year comes to a close. So you're going to hear voices from a bunch of different puppy buyers who connected with breeders like yourselves that are listening and were able to welcome a new puppy into their lives complete a family. So we're so excited to ask them a few really fun questions about getting a puppy. We don't really highlight enough how fun it is to get a puppy. Exciting things you can plan like a name. We're approaching the holiday season. So a gift for this new puppy, perhaps. So Dr. Delgado sits down with, I believe it's five of our buyers, five buyers Yes. to ask them all these really fun questions. But really, we wanted to say before we dive into it, none of this would happen without breeders like you who are listening to this. You really do help fill these voids in so many people's lives who are looking for dogs and looking to really complete themselves with a puppy. So should we dive into it without further ado? Yeah, let's listen to what these puppy buyers had to say. So we'll start off with letting each of our buyers introduce themselves and their puppy. I'm Trey, and my pup is the wonderful little Misty the Merle. Hi, I'm Gina, and my dog's name is Rosie. Hello, my name's Chelsea, and my puppy's name is Phasma. Hi, my name is Alyssa. I have about six chihuahuas, all of them my personal dogs. I have a Blanco, a Ellie, a Cody, an Everest, a Bailey, and an Angel. My name is Ashley, and my puppy's name is Stella Pancakes. All right, so now we know who our puppy buyers are. We wanted to first hear about their experience of choosing and picking up their puppy. So we're going to let each of our buyers explain their experience. Misty is an Australian Shepherd, and note the name. She is the blue Merle coloration of that. And... Misty, for me, is a pup that is probably 30 years in the making and about seven years of looking towards getting an Australian Shepherd. And I found her breeder through a Facebook group. She is actually an Australian Shepherd with a tail. And so I went through and finally found my breeder. And she happened to be on Good Dog is one of the main ways that she had for looking out there and for interacting with things and seeing the litter. So I had wanted a cockapoo after meeting one this summer. And so I started Googling like cockapoo breeders and then I found the Good Dog website. So I started looking at the breeders that had available puppies and I had found one and it was a girl and she was exactly the color that I wanted. So I contacted the breeder through Good Dog and then picked her up a week later. We first started kind of casually looking back in May of this year, so 2022, and we had just lost one of our oldest members of our pack, 
He was a big pit bull mix, just really sweet, loved him to bits. But we have a tendency to adopt some of the ragtag dogs from the <laughs> shelters. And with that comes some unexpected health conditions sometimes. Yeah. So I decided, you know, I really just kind of want a dog that I know is physically sound. And I really love American bullies. They're just so sweet. And I love the way they look. I love everything about them. So I was casually looking on Good Dog and I got matched actually after I sent a few messages and no one had responded. Good Dog had contacted me and said, hey, we recommend these breeders since we know this is the profile you're looking for. And it was really helpful. I reached out to those breeders and I got two messages right away. One of them was like, hey, we don't have the type of animal you're looking for, but you should contact this breeder. And it was one of the ones that Good Dog had actually recommended to me. And I was already kind of in contact with her. And it just worked out perfect. She had a litter maybe three months before that. And she had two females left. And I looked at Phasma and just fell in love. And the breeder was amazing to work with. It was really nice to know that I had the Good Dog guarantee when I paid through their website. And the whole process was just really easy. It's my first time purchasing from a breeder and I would definitely do it again. Yeah. So my mom actually found her on the Good Dog website and she sent me her very first puppy picture about two months before I got her. And I just automatically knew that that was the puppy that I had to have. So I contacted the breeder through the website and applied for her. And that night, actually, I got approved for her and put the deposit down on her. And I just not so patiently waited and got updates on her until it was finally time to go get her. And yeah, it's all very easy. Perhaps the most important decision that you can make for your puppy is what you are going to name them. So I don't know, Nicole, if when you've gotten a new dog or pet, do you put a lot of thought into their name or do you kind of just go with your gut? I think it's a combination of both. So I unfortunately do not have a dog of my own yet, but my parents have a dog. They got him when I was a junior in college. So he is mine also. (laughs) And we went into a whole family debate, as I'm sure many families do, of what they should name the dog. We had pros and cons of different names. We took polls. We ended up naming him Finn after a character in Star Wars because my whole family loves Star Wars. And the new movie had just come out with this new character that we loved. We thought it was a perfect name, but we really went back and forth. He was almost Axel. He was almost Oliver. Maybe I'm giving people some gem recommendations, but it's really important. It's their identity, right? Yeah, and I think you'll find that one of our buyers shares something in common with your family. So let's listen to how our buyers chose their puppies' names. Misty's name was actually really picked out from my kids. We were going through all the names, and it was interesting because we had a lot of these ones that were kind of like storm and weather themed. Like we even had Mm -hmm. storm and rain and things like that. And then Misty came out from my oldest, my 12-year-old, from her blue merle coloration reminding him of Miss. And uh, And it just fit. So basically, my kids had always wanted a girl dog named Rosie. So it was pretty obvious that as soon as we got our first dog, her name would be Rosie. (laughs) So it's kind of a fun story. I don't know about you, but I'm a big Star Wars fan. And the new movies just brought back a lot of nostalgia for me. And sharing that with my kids has been really fun. And I just remember recently watching one of the newer episodes and seeing Captain Phasma on screen. 
and her like amazing coat of arms and her cape. And I thought that was so cool. She was a captain for the Imperial Army. And so her name has kind of been in the back of my head for a while. And when I went to go pick up my puppy, she's an American bully. She'll probably be around 100 pounds. And the reason why I wanted her was they're great pets and companion animals, but I also wanted a little bit of a presence when I'm on walks by myself. And so I wanted her name to kind of be something similar. Like I wanted her to have a name that conveyed a strong presence. And so I thought back to when I first saw Captain Phasma's character on screen and I just thought, you know what? That's perfect. It's a nod to my nerdy side. (laughs) Not everyone's going to get the reference, which I think is kind of fun. And then it just fits her. So I had a really hard time picking a name for her. My father demanded that pancakes be in her name. He was very, very persistent that pancakes was part of her name. So her middle name existed before her first name, actually. And then I just kind of kept saying words over and over, looking at the pictures of her until something stuck. And that's how we came up with Stella. And she learned it very, very quickly. So I think she likes it. Now, it's not just the puppy's name that's important. It's the 8,000 nicknames you give your new puppy, right? So I don't know. You mentioned your family's dog name is Finn. Does he have nicknames? He has so many nicknames. I don't know how he keeps up with them. (laughs) His main one is Vincenzo, which was actually given to him by our contractor who (laughs) was doing work on our house when Finn was a puppy. And he's Italian, and he just started calling Finn Vincenzo, and Finn loved this contractor. His name was Jerry. Would wag his tail like crazy when he would see Jerry. So he goes by Vincenzo a lot, Finian. I don't know where that came from. Also, by the time we were in the process of getting Finn from a breeder, we had taken a family trip to Ireland, and we learned that there's this myth in Ireland of a giant named Finn McCool, which like all tied into why we named Finn his name. And we call him Finn McCool sometimes, even though he is very tiny and he's not a giant at all. Nice. He has many nicknames. My mom also just calls him by my name sometimes or my brother <laughs> or my sisters, which is offensive to me, but you know, <laughs> she calls him Nicole sometimes. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I was dying to know what all of our puppy buyers gave their puppies for nicknames, because to me, sometimes the nicknames are used more often than the pet's real name. So I really wanted to know. So let's listen to those puppy nicknames. I pretty much dubbed her Misty the Merle, but for the most part, especially since I have kids that are 12, 9, 7, and 3, we've kept it mostly to just puppy and Misty to keep less confusion around for especially the littlest one. Have you confused any of your children's names with your dog's name? Oh, good gosh. I confuse <laughs> names constantly. I actually have a single name for all four kids at one time. Excellent. It's- excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that must happen. So we call her Rosie Boat, like Row, Row, Rosie Boat. And, you know, Row, Row, Rosie. We haven't fully finalized all of them. I'm sure more will pop up as time goes on. <laughs> I just call her Phasma. I do, you know, Phasma Bobasma or Precious Angel Baby because she's a little sweetheart. But, you know, we don't really have a lot of fun nicknames for her quite yet. I'm sure there'll be lots in time. So my ever, she's my little uh, fat potato because she's a big girl. Okay. Little nickname for Cody is Cody Bodie. He's my little Cody man. We just got him. Ellie is usually Ellie Ellie Belly. 
I call her Stella B sometimes because Stella Pancakes turned into Stella PC, which turned into Stella B. And so she just gets called Stella B and Princess occasionally because she is quite the diva. The other thing that we were dying to know was what was each puppy's favorite toy? So puppies tend to have a lot of toys from homemade to store-bought. So we just asked each buyer to let us know what their puppies enjoyed playing with. Oh, Missy's favorite toy. I'd say her favorite toy are actually the cheapest ones, milk jugs and empty creamer cartons and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff around the house. Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) All the expensive stuff, but now it's the leftover cartons of milk. Her favorite toy would have to be a sock. I mean, it's it's not a traditional one, but we seem to find socks all over the house. So we're like, I guess this is her thing. She loves to collect socks and play with them. Dirty socks or clean socks? Well, they're clean. <laughs> Sometimes dirty, depending on, you know, what's happening with the kids and where they're leaving stuff. Right now, she's got a stuffed little hedgehog from Kong. So it's durable, but still soft. And she just loves that. Does it squeak? It does. She loves making it squeak. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Oh, she has this little lamb that she's just obsessed with. I wanted her to like her Santa more, but the lamb is definitely her favorite. Is it squeaky? Yes. The squeak doesn't work super well already, but it did used to squeak. (laughs) All right. Well, hopefully you enjoyed hearing about each puppy's favorite toy. We also asked each buyer to tell us something cute or funny that their puppy does, which, you know, I think for most people, probably the hard part is narrowing it down to one or two cute or funny things that their dog does. Because everything is cute or funny, depending on the owner you ask. (laughs) Yeah. So we really enjoyed hearing these stories and encouraging people to share them. Oh my gosh. Her pounce. I mean, it started from day one that like puppy pounce of kind of thing you'll see it and kind of like jump to her toys. She doesn't do it as much anymore, but when she does it now, still, because she's a little over 40 pounds now at about five months. And so she doesn't do it as much, but when she does, it still looks the same. It's just bigger and it's absolutely adorable. So Rosie's constantly like flopping on her back for belly rubs, which is so cute because I love dogs that give you belly and that's her number one thing. So no matter who comes in the house, she's like flop and she's ready for belly rubs. (laughs) I love it when. She kind of flops her body down and then pokes her little back feet out. We call it a sploot. (laughs) Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, and she just like loves to sploot. She's just like such a chunky little roly-poly puppy. And then she'll just like sploot out. And it's so cute. And you just have to pat her bottom or like she'll roll over and you can pat her fat little tummy. And it's so cute. Oh, she sounds adorable. She is. Everest. I've had her since she was born. She was from my very first litter and she was pretty much the splitting image of her grandmother. And she just has the most amazing personality. She knows when somebody's about to have anxiety or anything like that. So she really catches on to people's emotions and she will just come over and plop herself on you just to give you kisses and get up in your face to let you know that everything's all right. She's my go-to girl. Yeah, so she comes to work with me. I work on a horse farm, so she follows me around while I take care of the horses. And she's a dachshund, so her legs are very, very small. And I have to walk kind of quickly. And so she sprints everywhere. And her ears just fly back behind her. And she occasionally just screams. 
because she gets too far behind me and she insists that I wait for her. She will decide that garbage is hers. So she'll take like contact cases and just sprint around the house with them. So very proud of herself. She's very, very full of attitude and very, very attached and demanding of attention for sure. And finally, this is a holiday episode of the Good Dog Pod and the holidays are coming up. We wanted to know what each puppy was going to be getting under their holiday tree, maybe what Santa was going to be bringing. And the buyers did not disappoint. I think every puppy is getting something special this year for the holidays. So maybe you'll get inspired and get some gift ideas for your own dog from what our puppy buyers had to say. One of the things that she probably liked the most in what we do is because we do the engagement boxes. So putting some kind of wonderful little treat inside of a box in a box in a box in a box in a box and just let her shred completely next to the milk jugs and things that's her probably her favorite thing is just being able to shred cardboard she is a puppy (laughs) she is a puppy testing out those adult teeth that finally came in oh yes there will be plenty of that probably just some cute stuffies you know we definitely will have a stocking for her So she'll definitely get treated by Santa. So we're excited about her first Christmas. We are actually going to get her some bully sticks. She really enjoys chewing. And I think she's ready for something a little bit more durable. So we're going to get her some bully sticks. I think we're going to go for the braided ones. So hopefully they last longer than five minutes. (laughs) And I think she'll really enjoy those. Uh, Probably some beds, some dog toys. So we already have matching Christmas sweaters for Christmas. (laughs) And then my plan is to just take her shopping with me and she'll forget what she chose. So she can pick out her presents and then she'll open them for sure on Christmas Day. Because I don't think she's going to remember what she decided would be hers. (laughs) Well, there you have it. I hope you all enjoyed listening to our buyer stories. I know I had a lot of fun talking to our good dog buyers and just hearing about their experiences with their breeders and helping their puppies become part of their family, which I think is really the most important take home is when someone gets a dog, when they buy a dog from a breeder, that dog becomes part of their family and how special a process that is. I mean, that's really, I think, why we're here. Totally. I think there's, like I said, no better way to kind of end the year than on this note, just recognizing all of our breeders for what they do. I know for a lot of our breeders, it sometimes can be something that you lose sight of when you're awake all night with new puppies, you're rushing them to and from the vet for all their testing, all their vaccinations. And it really is just nice to take a step back at the end of the day and see that you've really completed someone's life with a new puppy. And we just can't thank our breeders enough for being the reason that all of this happens. And I think all of these buyers are just really strong testimonials to why breeders do what they do and why we're so happy to support them. It makes me so happy. I feel like this was a great way to end the podcast for the year. Agreed. So on that note, thank you so much to everyone who's listened to Good Dog Pod in 2022. We've really done our best to bring you excellent content and we hope you've enjoyed it. We look forward to more content to come in 2023. So please stay tuned. We will be taking two weeks off to kind of just decompress at the end of the year and celebrate the holidays. So come back in three weeks for new episodes. We will be having some 
vintage Good Dog Pod episodes for the next two weeks. So you don't have to miss if you really can't live without your Good Dog Pod episode for the week. Please do stay tuned, but we'll have new content in three weeks. Thanks again, everybody, and see you in the new year. Happy holidays. Happy New Year.